0: You're listening to the One Room with a View show with Christopher Preston and Dan Orton. Hello and welcome to the One Room with a View show with myself, Christopher Preston, and the Admiral of Adjudication. It's Mr. Dan Alton. He's back with me. Good evening. Thanks very much. It's it's good to be back. It's good to we've, be back. We've had a bit of a break due to, uh, I mean, the sheer amount of work we put into this. Dan. <laughs> yes. The energy um. levels after four shows were completely depleted. We couldn't. We just needed a quick. A quick breather to get ourselves <laughs> back
1: on track. Um, but what a show we've got! <laughs> <laughs> we have come storming back. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: so is that those fireworks that you've got um, sorted? Is that the ground? We symbolic? should
1: have a break every four episodes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> every episode, <laughs> every, every four episodes, we'll take another month off. Uh, I like it, we're the only film podcast that can boast of the fact that we're, we, we don't even broadcast every week, and after, so what was that, eight weeks, we're like, oh, we're knackered, <laughs> eight I, weeks, I, I, four I shows, you. I, was, I, I, was I slept for the whole, <laughs> it was like a scene out of Sleeping Beauty, they, they just couldn't rouse me, <laughs> yeah, talking so. of not being able to rouse Dan, what's on the show tonight? I like it Bigging it up Bigging it up
1: We're straight in there Back on form Mm, mm. Uh, Well, Obviously as always Some film old Some film new Which this week We are looking at Captain America The First Avenger From 2011 Yes And naturally Captain America The Winter Soldier From just last week
0: Yes indeed Uh, So we're coming back With the big guns Dan aren't we Yes We don't mess around We're not messing around here We've got got Captain Captain America America. One and two And I'm really looking forward To this chat Yes, absolutely, yeah. Because, as always, we've not discussed it
1: previously. I've not seen anything you've no, to say about the We've films. kind of
0: thawed each other out of our cryogenic chamber, yeah, haven't we, Dan? But we have not,
1: at this point, do not know what the other thinks. Um, also, new features.
0: Mm. Tri- Dan, people might have a go at us for having some time off, but we're bringing them not one, but two brand well, new exactly. features.
1: And at least one of them was thought of well in advance. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> that damn
0: curtain that you
1: keep <laughs> opening... True. Uh, I've got to be honest with them. Uh, Yes, Trailer Park is our first one. Mm. This, listeners, is where we're going to take a look at a couple of recent trailers that have been released for upcoming films. Yeah. And essentially just, you know, in the same way that we like to review films, we also like to pick apart the trailers Mm. that, that, you know, preempt said films. Um, So... This week uh, in our inaugural trailer park. We'll oh, leave
0: it, Dan. That's a hook there. Really? Oh, okay. You got to leave it right, there, friend. I it. I'm be sorry, get... I went a Christmas. And don't like... you be skipping the chapters. You've got to listen to Captain America, and then you're going to get some trailer park. All right, then you can get a trailer park, but I can't tell what trailers are. No, look, one is one is really really good. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't mention the other one just yet. <laughs> no, <pardon>. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: other one is the complete opposite to the, <laughs> the really really good oh, one dear.
0: The other one is a trailer. <laughs> yeah, a tra- just it is. It, does, it fits
1: that description. Mm. <laughs> And then we've got, well,
0: sorry Dan, you're not going to give him another brand new feature. I am. I'm I'm, I'm like Santa Claus. (laughs) I am me. yeah,
1: the Santa Claus of the podcast, the film podcast world. Um, Yes, we. uh, This is something we did, as part of the radio show. Yes. um, Every now and then, when we we know we had a (laughs) a window to (laughs) fill. (laughs) fill. (laughs) Um, This is the return of, or at least, well, the return of in our eyes. Mm, But the debut for one room with a view podcast of the great debate. Mm. Um, which basically sees us uh, debating a subject around film. Yeah. And this week, can I mention? Yeah, it? of course I mean, you I can. Yeah, this like one, I think so. I yeah, because I want them to. <laughs> <otherwise>. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. You can't give them too many gifts, Dan. And <laughs> no. I'd like them to be thinking about their own responses that they yeah, can send yeah. furious emails yes, to do, about. Do, if
1: you have any complaints, do do not send them to us. Yeah, um, David Brake is the man. <laughs> so this week's great debate we're kicking off things with uh, 3D, mm.
0: yeah,
1: you know, or not. I <laughs> I like that. As the case may be. I just thought of that. Did actually. you just make that up? I just made that That's up really up good. Up right there on the... On the, on the. Right, yes. Um, so, yeah. Th- uh, is 3D... Does it really enhance our viewing pleasure of a film? Is it necessary? Is it the future? I mean, it's been around now for quite some time. Maybe it's. uh, We we have taken it upon ourselves to review how well 3D has done. This is. Yeah, when it's in its seventh
0: and strongest year yet, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to
1: bring it down. Or maybe not. We may be talking it up. Mm. But anyway, we'll come to that later on in the show. Uh, And then we've got housekeeping. And
0: it's and a special housekeeping again, Dan. About Absolutely, this. I cannot wait. I'm obviously dreading it for reasons
1: that will become clear. But yes, uh, well,
0: we're we're unveiling Dan's challenge. Yes. This certainly is my Kill Bill revenge moment, isn't it, yes. Dan? I mean, After, I, I mean, you
1: quite enjoyed nymphomaniac I, I so hugely enjoyed. You've got it, yeah. lightly, No,
0: this is for me. This is for the triathlon. This is uh four or five years in the making for me, Dan. <laughs> this revenge. This is like old boy. You know, when it's like twelve <laughs> years or whatever of calculated revenge. Yeah. yeah. But the, I, I I've been. Poking this up on Twitter, haven't yes, you I? have, and, and, and we, uh,
1: have, we have, my my dear old dad to thank,
0: a fond friend of ours of this <laughs> of, of our film journalism career, yeah, who also is seeking his own. His own <laughs> yeah, but he's even longer, isn't it? Yes. I mean, ours goes back probably four years. He's is what? So nineteen? Uh, t- yeah, <laughs> No, I think he's even longer than that, Dan. I think this is. Pent up. Uh, ever since I revealed I didn't like football he's been out he's been gunning for me. <laughs> and that was pretty much as you came out of the womb Dan wasn't it? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Not a sports fan. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> anyway shall we crack on? We probably should. Some film old some film new.
1: Thank you Chris. No problem. Just, just I want listeners to know that he records that live every, every, every week he yeah. could just i mean we've got the audio from previous shows we've got, got multiple could, audios then you, you <laughs> could just you loop it in
0: but no he it's he's part that of, it's part of my routine yes. you know like um certain pop stars they need to have that kind of that, that they say if they put the hair on or, or or whatever then or the shades they become that character with me this is how i yeah how i am myself okay. done that's yeah. good. I just want—I yeah.
1: I just want to share that with the Thank with you. the listener. So, first Avenger and Winter Soldier. it's going to be how we have to differentiate between the two. Mm. Um,
0: so, where, where should we kick off? I think just—I I want to keep this general. Yeah. I think that the fi- the films have more than just its central character in common, although there is some massive differences as well. Yes, probably more that actually I mean, divides them than unites. I, I,
1: that's one of the things I loved about both of these films. Mm. Once you've seen them once you've seen Winter Soldier... Yes. ...is that you've got there a sequel to a film which is entirely different in style and, indeed, genre...
0: Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> ...from the original film. That's and one of the best things about the whole yes, Avengers... Yes, I mean. Something, something that Marvel is doing very well is just making completely different films every single time. Um, exactly. I mean, you only have to look at the roster of what they've got. You've kind of got the... Um, uh, Captain America: The First Avenger was a period piece, wasn't it? It was it's like a, a war, war movie. drama, yeah. A war yeah. Movie, so. uh, with with kind of smatterings of science fiction. Yeah. You've got Thor, which is basically a kind of epic fantasy again with smatterings of science fiction. Yes.
1: Yes. With well, I'd kind say of... Thor was. Uh, I always feel the first Thor is almost sort of rom-com in nature. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and um, and,
0: and I think that. Um, the reason that Captain America didn't go down the... Well, they didn't put a lot of emphasis on, on, on the fish-out-of-water uh, vibe in The Winter Soldier is because a lot of that had been explored in Thor. Yes.
1: yes. And I thought that was
0: really admirable that they didn't just go back and kind of go, oh, look, he's in a different time. Although
1: it's very subtle. It's yeah. still there. He's of course, it's still the, part of his character, head, yeah. Running right through Winter Soldier is this, is this
0: 1940s war hero who is now having to deal with 21st century warfare. Yeah. But what was nice, I thought, is that a lot of because of we'd had the Avengers between these two films, it wasn't kind of like we were watching another version of Thor when you see him. Kind of career into the yes. cornfield, doesn't he? And yes, then the next yes. minute he's sitting there and he's he's got like um some mountain dew or something <laughs> like that. And so there's some because that because Thor was very funny. Uh, and mm. uh, but I thought that it was really admirable of Marvel not to kind of just rehash that. Oh, look, it's a man out of time or a man yeah. in a completely new space. And
1: there was a risk, I guess, of that 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 could definitely happen. Yeah. Uh, in, in lesser, hands. it was but quite luckily, cool. Kevin kevin Feige is there just oh, the godfather you know, of Marvel. Yeah, he, he is. He, I mean, he deserves the title of Admiral. <laughs> <I should laughs> Absolutely, give up my title of Admiral. Well,
0: you're the admiral of adjudication, Dad.
1: He is just steering the good ship Marvel Mm. on on a steady course always. It doesn't seem to ever go wrong. Mm. Um, But anyway, so, I mean, we digress slightly. I thought the first Avenger was the weakest
0: of Phase 1 when I first saw it. Even weaker than the Incredible Hulk? Or do we not... People don't really bring Incredible Hulk, say, do they? Because isn't it? You're very right to bring that up. Because it's not actually. It wasn't under the Marvel banner, was it? Really, or was it in that kind of? It was in that period that Iron Man was in. Because Iron Man was joint between Paramount, wasn't it? Because yes. Marvel was bought then by Disney yeah. afterwards, I and then everything. I believe Captain
1: America. I believe First Avenger was the last Paramount one before Disney came in and, yeah. and took it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, right, so yeah, I mean so yeah, I c all right, so maybe Incredible Hulk is down there, but but I remember not liking First Avenger as much as the other as uh, much as Iron Man and Iron Man 2 and Thor. But it really benefited from a second viewing. I watched it over the I agree. weekend. I watched it pretty much. Is this the time second time home. you've seen it? Yes. Well mm. I I may have I don't think I've watched it a third time. Um, so I think it may be the first time I've watched it since it, it came out yeah. like a few years ago. Um I really, really enjoyed it. Maybe it was benefited from a kind of uh, you know, a positive upswing from just coming out of The Winter Soldier, which I also really enjoyed. Mm. I'll say that right off now.
0: Oh, uh, I hugely enjoyed it, it as well, yeah. My f- you know, and it's the strongest rated mar- um, Marvel film on Rotten Tomatoes now. Really? Really? That's it interesting. It pips The Avengers, I believe, at, at recording time by 2%, and Thor 2 by 29%, mm. I believe. Maybe that's because it's so novel in its approach. It's, I mean, y- you've got a... Let's do plots. Let's do yeah. plots Shall quickly. Should we try and keep it spoiler-free? Yeah, as much as, as, much as, as, much as I know there are going to be people
1: listening to this who haven't watched either film. Yes, yeah, so we'll um, try and keep it. So let's try. I mean, so First Avenger, obviously, it's called that because Captain America is he's <laughs> Set around... Of he's, 1941 he is, or something, yes, isn't he is, it? He yeah, he is, he is born, so to speak, in the late, uh, sort of, well, mid-1940s, yeah. just as, as America are entering World War Two. Um and he is brought in to, you know, basically punch some Nazis. Yeah, that that's essentially what the mandate um, is. Uh, he's up against the villainous Red Skull, yes, played by, you know,
0: by the go-to villain, the go-to
1: villain <laughs> by, by Hugo Weaving, who uh, hamming it up as as always with his what, delightfully sort of Werner Herzog-style <laughs> accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Although another, that's very you
0: know, cl- a, a closely run contest between Stanley Tucci and Toby Stanley Jones as Tucci's, well. Stanley Tucci's, but I mean, all of them. I
1: mean, I love the fact that Stanley Tucci took on the role simply because he'd never done a German accent in any oh of his really? parts, he just wanted to try it out. That's <laughs> wonderful. Um, so he obviously plays—he yeah, plays Doctor Erskine, who who develops the super soldier serum yeah. that creates um turns Steve Rogers into Captain.
0: He's America. basically the Doctor Frankenstein, isn't he? Yeah, essentially, uh, because Captain America is a very American Frankenstein, <laughs> isn't he? In that, that it, it does take this uh, kind of. It, the, the spirit, the cu- of of courage and of bravery and of valor, who unfortunately has found itself in someone who looks quite similar to me, unfortunately, in the opening <laughs> few sequences of *Captain America*. That did a they, lot to my self esteem. <laughs> <double. laughs> yeah, no, I was one. They grafted Chris Evans's yeah, uh, on mask onto <laughs> you. Um, but yeah, and then of course he's then beefed up by this super serum that Dan's yes. talking about. That has inadvertently caused Red Skull's. Um, uh, kind of, I don't know what you'd call it, uh, mutation. Well, yes, and it goes on to cause the Incredible yes, Hulk. As <laughs>
1: Erskine says early on in the film, it enhances everything about you—not yes. just your strength and your muscles and, mm. and, and and your size. Yeah, it enhances. If you're a really good person, you become even better. Yeah, if you are good, becomes bad, great. Yeah, bad, becomes, bad worse. becomes worse. And that is uh, epitomised by the Red Skull mm. um, and Captain America himself. It, yes, uh, as I say, two sides yeah. of of the coin there. Um, And and then Winter
0: Soldier, Dan. And Winter
1: Soldier is... So he's now... This is post-Avengers. Captain America has been de-iced and is adjusting to life in the 21st century. He's just saved New York with the other Avengers. He's now, you know, by himself. Uh, But he's working for S.H.I.E.L.D. With S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah, Um, that's been
0: introduced. It's the spine of all the Marvel films. And
1: this, in that sense, is probably the most interlocking and... you know if you understand what I mean, yeah, absolutely. In terms of the yeah, most, the, the most sort of connected of the Marvel films, mm. so many characters popping up, so many references to previous films and future films yeah. as well. It's very, there were so, so many moments about the film when I was going, Oh, oh, he's back, oh, and that's that guy, of course, which was really nice. Um. But that's a, that's a minor point. So Winter Soldier, the Winter Soldier of the title, is this mysterious assassin yeah. that apparently has is wonderfully masked, yes, long right, hair, yes.
0: these <laughs> very dark eyes, yeah, you
1: know. and, and a metal arm. Yes, yeah. Uh, so he's going around; he's causing a lot of trouble for Cap. Uh, all the while, Shield is under threat and mm. is compromised by forces unknown. Yes, yeah. forces unknown. Some someone is is trying to take down Shield. You're doing it, very well, Dan, from to the inside swerve, out. Yeah. Um, and it's up to Captain America to save the day. Yes. To put it simply. Yeah. We can't go into too much more detail without you know. No, and we w-
0: I want to keep about. this as spoiler-free as possible. Uh, we can kind of delve slightly more into the first Avenger, perhaps, because it has been out for three years. now. Yeah. But uh, Winter Soldier, I'd like to keep. Winter Soldier. I mean, it is a thriller. Yeah, absolutely. It so, a, well, it's a political thriller in many ways, isn't spy it? Spy yeah.
1: thriller. Um, you know, which which is
0: which happens to have a ninety-five-year-old chiselled uh, serum-developed superhero yeah. in it. I yeah. believe. I think.
1: I think Kevin Feige put it. Uh, the first film was a was a war movie masquerading as a superhero movie, and this one is a political espionage film masquerading as a superhero film. You know, I think that's perfect. Absolutely I mean, perfect. He would know.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. the reason why Marvel is going to stand long after this kind of hype behind superhero yeah. movies um, kind of fizzles Absolutely. out. Because they're not just superhero films. I mean, as, as we said in our little introduction, they're, they're, they go all across the genres, and then they bring to these epic events that you feel are so part of our popular culture now yeah. that you must go and see yeah. these films. I'll
1: tell you what, though, and, and I wrote this down because I didn't want to forget to say it. Both of them, and, and Winter Soldier more so now, just because it's more prevalent, is continuing to make me excited for what's coming. Next. Yeah, absolutely. I am not bored yet. I have, ups- I have, you know, Marvel can still take my money. Mm. For as far as I'm concerned, for the next few years, I have not become, you know,
0: at least up till Avengers two, Dan. <laughs> at can't least wait. Up that. Yeah, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I'm still really, and, and all you know, all that Winter Soldier has done is made me, you know, really want to see what Captain America three will be like, what Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I can't wait for
0: Guardians. I can't of the wait Galaxy. for Guardians of the Galaxy. Ant Man, Age of Ultron.
1: You know, I, I'm not like I'm not sitting there going, oh for Christ's sake, these well, are still going.
0: This is what I think is a great point because this is something I wrote down. Is that that's what I think in many ways, Phase Two, and in particular, the Winter Soldier, does so much better than Phase One because I felt that Captain America, the first Avenger, was. Uh, one of the weaker Phase One films as well, and the reason I think that, and I did think that again, rewatching it yesterday, was that it's in such a rush to set things up for the Avengers. Yes, yeah, it
1: does have the unenviable task of being that the, sort the of final piece the, of the puzzle, the, essentially a prequel. Yeah, uh, you know, and a more direct prequel than some of the others. Yeah. The other well, it not only has one. to
0: kind of bring Captain Ro- uh, Captain America, sorry, into play, but as you say, it has to set up the Tesseract. It has to be able to set all of these different things that, that yeah. will become directly important into the avengers that came the summer later
1: yeah so yeah it had a hard job there and whereas i thought maybe where it suffered but i thought winter
0: soldier could be its own film it had its fun exactly and it
1: clearly does Mm. um,
0: whilst still looking kind of wryly at the audience kind of like don't worry this is gonna all come come together you know and in particular it's i don't understand dan now you know we've been 2008 kicked off Avengers as we know it that that was Iron Man I don't understand now we're seven years later and people still walk out of Marvel films before the post-credit sequence I cannot understand it I have realised they've now quite wonderfully started putting them in the middle of the
1: credit sequence yeah the really important one, mm, there and is, then they there, do there the is a post-credit scene in the end of Winter Soldier as well, Yes. which isn't as. I didn't stay for that, so no, I just slapped my no, I didn't stay no. for that. I, I just, Any I've just seen sort of people saying, "Oh, there's a post-credit scene. Yeah. It's got this happens in it, yeah. and it's a rather it's a non-event." But that m- that sort of uh, mid-credit scene, as they're now calling them, uh, which is just after the sort of main of main credits. Mm. Uh, is setting us up for Ultron. Yeah. And what a setup it is.
0: Absolutely. Um, But we we say no more. We we live in the age of miracles. (laughs) One thing that I want to discuss with you, actually, that I did write down again, and it was something that I found particularly interesting, was when I saw Captain America, the first Avenger, I was in Times Square in New York. Saw it with, you know, one would assume a predominantly American crowd. Yes. And I thought that one thing that was particularly interesting was the emphasis on... America as a brand and patriotism, <laughs> particularly, because in Captain America: The First Avenger, it's it's all very American. Uh, yes. Steve Rogers calls himself just a kid from uh, from Brooklyn, and there's all of that kind of talk of oh, "I'm just this kind of this weedy guy, I'm, I'm the kind of the, the, the American boy that becomes the American super soldier." Yeah. Whereas in Winter Soldier, that's in, in inverted completely, and it isn't about patriotism and it isn't about America, but it's about freedom. And that's something I thought was really interesting is that how in three films, so Captain America one, uh, Avengers, Captain America Two, how that had evolved that yeah. that concept, I just wondered what your your take on that was. Do you think it was like a really conscious thing like they're attacking the the the, the spyware that we're, we're i think it's it's certainly very timely yeah um and and
1: maybe too close to be a coincidence. But yeah. I mean that's you know these things are uh, are affected by the Zeitgeist, aren't they? What's Absolutely. at the time. Mm. I mean who's I mean they must have been working on this film for a while now that it was I mean that is was such a great uh, concept mm. uh, and an excellent idea for a for a story. Um again, can't say too much about it, but let's just say, you know, Captain America is fighting these dark forces. It's a shame the Winter Soldier himself didn't seem to
0: as much as I anticipated he would be. I think both films uh, are guilty of that. I think both films... I think as much as I love the campness that that Hugo Weaving brings to Red Skull, I think he's a missed opportunity as a villain. A villain with a red skull. And and
1: it's a shame that... uh, I was discussing this with my younger brother uh, uh, over the weekend, and he really didn't like... Captain America. the okay. first he, f- he doesn't think it's a great film in comparison to all the others. To, to its brothers um, and sisters, and and I said, what? what? And I said, well, no, I've watched it again, and I think it's really benefited. For, you know, I really enjoy it, but ah, it's not a great film. He Said, ah, final fight's rubbish. Mm. You know, Red Skull just is a couple of minutes and he's gone. Yeah, it uh, is, yeah. he has a point. You know, if, you're look, if you're watching that film waiting for a big climactic battle between the Red
0: Skull and Captain America, you'll be sorely disappointed. Well, that's because it is literally just leading into the Avengers. And I do think that the final third of Captain America, the first Avenger, well, yeah. suffers it's hugely. It's a bit like, how do we get him into the Arctic? Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> how are we going to How do we solve a problem yeah, like Captain America? Exactly.
1: We need, we need him to be frozen by the end of this. How are we going to do that? Because, I mean, there are a few... Few plot holes towards the end of that film, yeah, um, which don't quite, you know, obviously don't add up. Uh, The Winter Soldier is much much tighter, tighter in that sense, everything seems to come together in a neat little package, a few stray. Straight bits of uh, string here and
0: there. Of course, and I think but a lot of that comes to um, that. having to tie in to be to Captain America's presence on the Avengers team. Yeah. Like in every film, in Iron Man three, in uh, in in Thor two, and in Captain America two. And this, I should say, absolutely off the bat, Winter Soldier is the best second. Outing of a character yeah. like, it's, you it's,
1: like You didn't like uh, the Dark World, did you? I
0: didn't enjoy Thor two, and I really didn't like Iron Man two back in the day. Mm. So I think this is definitely this, the best second outing. But I, I think because people turn around and go, oh well, you know, in Iron Man three, there's a there's a whole sequence where Air Force One is falling out of the sky, <laughs> and the the Mandarin is trying to you know fight America, and in this you've got the Winter Soldier going around shooting people. Where are the teammates? And I and I think that. It, it, you have to. I, I mean, I'm kind of looking at it that, that that each of these individual events are going along almost simultaneously, and it's like, right, look, they've got their hands full doing their own yes. thing. Yeah. Although I would have preferred a, a couple more nods to that, like, oh no, <laughs> we can't get Thor; he's in Greenwich at the moment. We can't get Iron Man; he's doing this. <laughs> um, the only thing that niggled me is that. Because of what you mentioned in the in the synopsis, that uh, there's this this mole within S.H.I.E.L.D. and S.H.I.E.L.D. have got some nefarious activities going on. Yes. Where was Tony Stark during that? That's what Tony Stark ha- had that bit between his teeth all the way through Avengers. <laughs> you would have thought that he would have been screaming hallelujah. I like about S.H.I.E.L.D. are up to their old tricks. <laughs> Iron Man gets in now. Yes. But not even a mention, not even a nod. And I, I, I don't know, I, that, that is that is something they're going to have to deal
1: with. Oh, it's and something I suppose you have to it's, accept. It's escapable. They can't yeah. really. <laughs> no, you, know, you have to accept. Address it. all of those things. I mean, maybe Stark was away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he was in Malibu is or it? something. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I like to think he was tinkering around with that kid. You know, when they're <laughs> they're making the Iron Man suit in that kid's garage or something in, in Iron Man yeah, Three. Yeah, he's, um, he's off the grid.
1: It is. Uh, you make a good point, and it'd be interesting to see how they. Um, if there is some way of referencing and seeing where on the timeline all these events yeah. happen, because yes, you, you're right, you don't see many. You get a lot of kind of nods, like oh, when when uh, Robert Redford's Pierce says, oh, if I do this for you, make sure St- uh, Iron Man turns up at my niece's birthday party. Oh, of yeah. course, yeah, and, a, like, and he has, and he can't. So wait, is this he push, has to mingle? The Mandarin blowing
0: exactly, <laughs> <up? laughs> exactly. Yeah, is this yeah. while he's at the bottom of the ocean, just outside yeah. uh, California, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or but
1: has Thor already, you know, destroyed Greenwich? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 um,
0: what's going on? Final thoughts that we should discuss before we give a Bob rating. Yeah. Let's talk cast. Okay. I think it Captain America isn't the most interesting Avenger. No, he but is Chris, the, of the He world, is, sadly. but Chris Evans puts his heart and soul into him. He, he makes him such a likable character, and even yeah. though the, the CGI. Uh, when he becomes Christopher <laughs> Preston in, in First <laughs> Avenger is dreadful. Like it, well, it, well, it it's dated. Now it's, yes. it's dated. You can see the strings. Essentially, it <laughs> makes him look like one of the Thunderbird puppets. I think, but um, I, cause it wasn't so much Captain America, but Captain Scarlet in in those do you sequences. Know, do you know how they filmed all of that? I
1: don't know. It was a very complicated process, by all accounts. Really, involving filming each scene several different times. Wow. Include you know in much the same way I think they do some of the Hobbit stuff and that you know mm. that whole getting the size right they had to film they film it normally um, just with the two actors or however many actors then then Chris Evans would have to film it all again in front of a green screen of course and then the actors would have to film it again with him in a sort of I- with sort of dots on his face denoting where his eyes would be. In his shrunken... In the
0: shrunken version. So, so,
1: and, and the other actor would have dots on theirs where he would have to look. To Blimey, that's so complicated. Yeah, and, then then, and then some poor bugger had to composite (laughs) everything into the you know all into one bit lovely Um, so yeah i mean you know i I appreciate the hardware that goes yeah i think it does look a bit i do um, appreciate
0: it more now i think it's mainly because you know that that isn't chris evans exactly because chris evans and it's great because when he comes out of his little pod thing that makes him captain america and they've got him oiled and everything and he's just so you know defined but um yeah, I think he pours himself so heart and soul yes, into, yeah. into the role. And he, and he makes him an intensely likeable character. Yeah. His morality is seen as, in, in this in this kind of world that we live in now where we like our anti-heroes and morally ambiguous, his like kind of good moral compass is such an attractive person trait to watch yeah. and i think it really digs into that old-fashionedness they're making these kind of old-fashioned blockbusters like mm. captain america the wind soldier and really and making them yeah. very enjoyable but back to back to casting yeah uh, scarlett Johansson proving that maybe she deserves a
1: solo outing of her own absolutely you know she is practically co-lead mm. and and
0: and so much more enjoyable than in iron man Two. Oh, she has lots more to yeah, do yeah I mean, has
1: a lot more to do and, and does a lot more with it, and and obviously and Nick Fury. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson getting to you know, the biggest the biggest role Absolutely. of Nick Fury so far. Yeah, yeah and a great. It um, only
0: makes it more poignant that apparently his role in Avengers Two is going to be little more than a cameo, which I am sad <laughs> about. I hope that's uh, that's, a, that's a shame.
1: Yeah, um, Anthony Mackie w- making a wonderful debut to the universe as Falcon. I An think. excellent sidekick um, role. Yeah, and I, and I look forward to see ha- how he now fits into the future of the avengers yeah does
0: he become a member or will they use him well there's certainly already i mean again we can't go into too spo- uh, spoiler territory and I, and and the avengers universe is something we'll have to come back to dan yeah, yeah we'll do yeah. a special or something like that where we, where we can explore it in more time because i am conscious we need to get some bob <laughs> ratings down but i just like the idea that i feel glad to be a part of this in terms of me kind of jumping on this galloping bandwagon because I still feel that Marvel has a plan and that's so refreshing. And as much as I love... Batman will always have a special place in my heart. (laughs) Batman's my favourite. And happy 75th birthday from both of us to, to Batman. But... um. Uh, and that isn't Christian Bale. That's uh, <laughs> or Val Kilmer, who looks closer to 75. That is Batman the character. But I do think that when you look at Warner Bros. DC at the moment and they're pushing dates back and there isn't a title and the script isn't finished and all this other kind of thing, it, it, it is worrying. Whereas with mm. Marvel, I can already see that they're, they're kind of beginning to look further down the line and it's refreshing.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, Shall we Bob
0: rating? We should. All right. Go on, Mr. Orton. Um, you do First Avengers first, then I'll do, and then Winter Soldier, and vice versa. Right, I'm going to give uh, First
1: Avenger what I gave it the first time I saw it. I mean, I know I've said I really enjoyed it, yeah. but uh, I enjoyed Winter Soldier a lot more. Mm. So, uh, First Avenger gets three from me.
0: Yep, yeah, and a three, three for me seems yeah. fair as well, yeah. And I'm going to go with four. Four Bob for Winter Soldier, because I really hugely enjoyed it. As am I. I'm Excellent. Four
1: as well. So, we're in tandem. Yeah.
0: Trailer Park! Thank you, Chris. Not bad. Um,
1: so, yes, the first of our two new features this <laughs> evening. Sorry,
0: I'm glad that I just said not bad afterwards. I don't know if that was self-reassurance. Because <laughs> 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 of how awful these jingles are getting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um Okay. <laughs> So, uh, we didn't say what the trailers were at the beginning. No, Now hook.
0: we will reveal them.
1: Yes. Uh, do you want to reveal one?
0: Yeah. And I'll g- reveal the other. Which I'll, one do you want? I'll, I'll do the rubbish one. So <laughs> no. you c- because you are the patron of these films that, that, <laughs> the, 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 that is the good one. You are my... You're the reason that I watch these films, to be oh, perfectly you're honest. Kind, you're very kind. So you can announce that one. Okay, first. so the first trailer
1: yes. is the second trailer for... Uh, a film that's only a couple of months away, less yeah, than a couple of wh- months. What away. is it? May is it? Coming May out? the twenty-second. Yeah. This is X Men: Days of Future Past. Yeah, and the second trailer of that that's just been released.
0: Yes, last week I believe it yes. was. And um, um, what else have we got? Well, the other kind of trailer. I don't know if it is a trailer really, Dan. It's one of these kind of awful teaser things, um, and it's for the <laughs> much maligned, the already divisive, uh, teenage mutant. Is it Ninja Turtles? Yeah, Ninja Turtles. They're Ninja, Still, Ninja Turtles, because yeah. they, you know, they have kind of flirted between being Hero Turtles and Ninja Turtles, uh, and so we're going to uh, discuss the minute-and-a-half teaser that came out yes. like two days ago for that. Yeah. Excellent. So let's go to the meat <laughs> before we hit the bone, Dan, and we'll do future past yeah. first. I, I've been... Watching and rewatching this trailer, yeah, so much. Well, you've been waiting for this film since the the, the credits of the last <laughs> film, essentially, <laughs> yes. haven't you?
1: I, I tell you what, this, I am more excited about this film than any other superhero film this year. Really? So if, wow! I, mean, I was I was looking forward to Captain America, but I am really looking forward to this. I, you know, this more so than Guardians of the Galaxy mm. or or, uh, or the Amazing Spider Man. Sure, this is the the film by which I will because
0: be you good. are an X Man essentially, then, <laughs> aren't you? You lo- like because the, the, I. I think that the the, the, um, the original trilogy, the first two films, like not the third film that everyone just kind of sweeps <laughs> under the carpet, the first two films, I think they're good films, but yeah. they're not something that I kind of live and die by. Um, and I, they I will have
1: X-Men movie nights.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like I know that you're... And, but, but I loved First Class. Yes. When First Class came out, I remember speaking to you about it and being like, it was my... F- for, a, for a long time in 2000 and... Was that 11, Dan? Yeah. Do you remember how worried we were? We were worried With because of those m- awful posters. Material. Yeah. Awful yeah. posters. And they, they, they brought out r- two really good posters for Days of Future Past with yes. the Slash X and it yes, was the, uh, really, the the future. Patrick, uh,
1: Patrick Stewart and, and James, James McAvoy and, and then yeah. Fassbender. And but like have Kevin. you seen
0: that dreadful one that they brought out alongside this week's trailer? It's kind of like, uh, I think it's the body of Wolverine. And it's kind of got like all of the other characters and bits of action behind it. Oh, I haven't seen that it, one. No. It is as dreadful <laughs> as it sounds. Um, one what
1: co- this obsession is, going off slightly, I don't know what this mm. obsession is with, with movies at the moment or marketing departments in movies, to, to do those sorts of posters where you have to fit every single character with, with the biggest, the main character, and, and everyone sort of, by importance, slowly getting smaller <laughs> and further down <laughs> the page until, you know, someone like you know, Sean Ashmore is just ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, someone it's who designed absurd. the costumes they, has even got it. All, got all on the it. Marvel ones do it, and mm. I don't
1: understand why. Um, you know, uh, the
0: Star Wars films did them. Uh, well, that's why I think they're trying to capture. I think they're trying to capture those really great old school yeah, Star but Wars. They posters. just look a bit silly. They look dreadful, and this one is, and they become is awful. a joke now. Yeah, exactly. And one commentator on Twitter put uh the that this poster is destined to be on a black t shirt sold in a local market next to two wolves howling at the moon you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it looks
1: as awful as that sounds but but the trailer however <laughs> the second trailer, the first trailer was very good this is excellent yeah. and and properly i don 't think it gives too much away um it certainly has made me even more uh excited to see the film mm. and 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 also also worry even more and wish and wish that it won't be crap <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> i'm really worried that that's what's going to happen you know mm. the, 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 there's been a lot of rumors and and the fact that the, the size of the cast and and will you be able to get any sort of decent traction c- you know ca- i mean I, i've said this about uh about the first two well, the first x-men film especially is that whilst the plot is very good um there's not much in the way of character. Yeah. You don't really get to know the characters very well, so I'm really worried. I mean, obviously, I know that we know a lot of these characters already, but still, and that's what it's banking on, essentially, you know, isn't I it? I think you'd still like to see there are new characters, there are returning characters with with you know, there's uh, events have worked against them and they're mm. different people now. I think so. It, I worry that there will be a a lack of proper characterization. The movie. yeah,
0: that's I mean, that's my biggest worry, especially because. As the months have kind of gone on, so that we're getting closer to cl- and closer to May, the stories that have been coming from the from the editing suite have all yes. been all been worrying. Like this whole character has been snipped down. It's like, sorry, a whole character yes, has been that lost.
1: Character's gone. And, yeah. other, you
0: know, such, and I know and that some of them aren't substantiated. Yeah, but it just it does worry me that kind of thing. And I know that people were worried about the Avengers when the Avengers was coming, like getting closer to coming out in two thousand and twelve. And people were like, how are these kind of huge egos and these all of these characters that have their own films, how are they going to come together and be yeah. viable a uh, one viable product? I think the same worry is now as prevalent in Days of Future Past. Yes. Because you've not only got a whole roster of characters, you've also got whatever way you look at it, either their past selves or their future selves in doppelganger form essentially. Yeah, yeah. It, and it is a worry. But the trailer does look the trailer as is if, promising. Yeah.
1: And, and and it all looks it looks fantastic, and it doesn't um, blow
0: its load. And I, and I I don't mean that in in, in the, as graphic as it sounds. But if you look at the kind of Spider-Man 2 promotion, it has been fairly awful because as much as I I'm going to go and see it, and I hear there was a 30-minute um, kind of teaser for it that some film journalists and everything were uh, invited to recently, and all of the uh, reviews of that were very positive, and yes. people were saying funny, don't <laughs>
1: There was there was once a time when if you went to see a thirty minute teaser, that would be the f- that would be a third of the film. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: love the fact that, and it was like, oh, it doesn't give anything away. In 30 minutes, <laughs> <That's
1: a good laughs> that is that worrying. It's a half
0: an hour chunk of a movie, <laughs> um, but um, uh, which it usually ran at 90 minutes. <laughs> but, at le- at le- but the reason that I say it and I brought that up is that their trailers have essentially given you the whole film. Like yes. you could watch. There is enough, There are no secrets.
1: I don't think with what's coming with, M- no. with Amazing Spider-Man Two, I, I with, the, with the most recent realizations to who the Green Goblin will be in this film. Mm. Up until you know at a certain point, no one is quite sure. Mm
0: now it is very explicit it's very very obvious <laughs> yeah uh, from the straight from the actor's mouth <laughs> yeah but at um, least with x-men f- um future past is the days of future past sorry is that it does it it, it, it wet my appetite for it and it made me want to go and watch it and it made me excited Like, oh there's that person there's that person yes, yeah. and all the little sound bites and everything that's yeah. been included I, mean, I, I still
1: um i'm still desperate to find out how xavier is
0: alive do we know how it's long it runs how. yet this film it's not going to be like two one of days. these, like yeah, exactly, <laughs> these can films that are like, oh, it's eight hours. You you go to the toilet beforehand. Oh, good. You just handed a colostomy it's, it's, bag it's before be you go the, in.
1: It's surely it, near the three hour
0: mark. They can't between do it justice between half. for less than two and a half realistically. Yeah, I think the really raid is. two is two and a half hours. So, Lord. anyway, Dan, um, um, let's. Should we so yeah, but that's. I
1: mean, if you haven't seen the trailer, and I, I can't imagine any of you mm. haven't. Mm. Go and watch it. It's on the Twitter feed
0: for One Room with a View, so at One um, Room with a View.
1: One of the best trailers I've seen so far this year.
0: Absolutely. And that comes out... That comes out on May the 22nd. Perfect. Uh, the other bank, one that we bank holiday weekend so oh it's going to be was, and we'll cover that I see. I mean you will make damn I, I will insist we cover <laughs> yeah. uh, and the other one that, <laughs> so that we'll, nicely we'll discuss whether we'll uh, <laughs> cover it or not TMNT TMNT which I believe is October this year isn't it I, I wouldn't know no it, it's it yeah, is, yeah it's October year. yeah um and it's a minute and a half. You, I, I I wouldn't rush to see this as much as the X-Men uh, trailer. Yeah. It, it's got William Fickner, isn't it? Who, you know, is a yes. great actor who ends up being tied to fairly atrocious proje- uh, projects, really. Maybe uh, he was a fan of the show as a kid. The yeah, well, that's the thing about the, 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 the... We're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I think being 90s kids ourselves... We have to have a level of nostalgia for these characters. Like, I yeah, certainly do. But I don't I know. Felt
1: nothing in that trailer.
0: It, that's the worrying I mean, thing. I did. Like, I, think,
1: <laughs> I did. I, I, my one comment when I watched it the, I, I, I was, I was with. <gasps> <laughs> well, I mean, she's wearing that yellow jacket. <laughs> <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> someone I follow on Twitter pointed out quite rightly that it was all well and good,
0: but there's not enough pizza. That's true. Um, and Michelangelo wasn't his kind of like California surfer self, was he? No. He had always had that twang. Um, it's a minute and a half, and it is you know it's your typical teaser trailer. An epic speech is being narrated yes. by a masculine character with little but, snippets but a teaser of action trailer that,
1: that reveals everything. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, within the we first know first that Shredder's going to be in so, it.
1: You know, you know straight away that I mean, I, I think it was probably announced that he'd be playing that. So mm. maybe I'm being a bit facetious but um, I didn't, didn't realise that was the pat part William Fickner was going to be playing the, the, tra- and I think the trailer they starts they
0: with <laughs> from Michael Bay <laughs> you can just hear people going oh for god it's almost exactly the same font as say, Transformers yes, I thought
1: that it was the font of Transformers yeah. and you can um, even
0: hear that mechanical scream that the Transformers make yeah. you know like that ah, ah, kind of thing well
1: Splinter maybe yeah. not finished Splinter yet
0: it, Splinter I, I imagine will definitely be in it will he? Well, you'd hope so. He is
1: there. He's sort
0: of there. I know, uh, but Michael Bay will play because I mean, it, the, he's, the, their mar- he's their he's he's their mentor. Yeah, he's it could, but I mean, it worries me, Dan, because as I say, I have got nostalgia. They, these aren't characters that I kind of will live and die by, but I do have such an affection for them as a '90s kid with the with the rubbery films and uh, the, the the animated series that we would have yes, watched on, yeah. on children's television and things. And I remember. Uh, I had my tonsils out when I was like three. And to, the the bribe for me to have this tonsillectomy <laughs> was the fact that my um, parents and grandparents bought me the Ninja Hurtles as figures. Yes. And, you know, these I think were, everyone had Of course they did. They were the transforming figures. ones, weren't they? You know, where you open the shell and you could yes, kind of yes. turn them around. Yeah, and so it does worry me that when I look at these, they're they're fairly grotesque, CGI, hulking, weird, things that just don't look like the originals it's a
1: strange i'm not quite
0: sure what tone bay is going for no this film. the it's last not kids film is it n- well no because it's it, it i i just again as i say god bless christopher nolan but we <laughs> do not need grittiness in it. i mean the marvel need, films have need shown that we don't need a, need grittiness. Don't need a
1: gritty grown-up teenage mutant ninja turtles no. it, they are anthropomorphic Turtles, yeah, so who love pizza, who love pizza, <laughs> and are yeah. led around by a giant robot. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> yeah. so well, yeah, well, at least they've told us that um, the, the shredder's shredder's henchmen, I, whose names escape me now, that that the uh, there was a warthog, wasn't it? A there? warthog, and, uh, yeah,
0: that's the only one I can remember with the purple glasses, yes. wasn't it? And the mohawk, if yes. I remember correctly. I can't remember
1: what they're called, sadly, but they apparently aren't going to be in the film. Like I'm re- glad they drew
0: the line there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is worrying because obviously they did they that. They don't fit in with the gritty realism. No, the no. take we want to make on this. It's
0: film. it's got that like they they did that aborted um, kind of siege like fully animated CGI thing from a few years ago yes, that wasn't that, that. that well received. But I saw I, that. I, was I a liked bit, it. That was
1: a bit nothing. Yeah, yeah it, wasn't. it was alright it Patrick Stewart was a voice of one of the was the of the villain i think yeah yeah which lent it a certain if gravitas if you want to be ninja turtles <laughs> which lent it a certain gravitas yeah but they found no I'm surprised. I would have thought they would have tried to find bigger names to play the turtles.
0: Mm. Um, well, I just thought that they would find an angle. These films need an angle to them. You know, if you're rebooting anything, you need to come at it from a different way. Yeah. And, I mean, if it does, I mean, as I say, we've only seen 90 yeah. seconds so and far.
1: I'll, I'll maybe. Are we being a bit snobby because of Transformers and what might be films?
0: I want to bring your attention to your in a nutshell for Pain and Gain, <laughs> and then I want to conclude this feature. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> the Great Debate. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> That's another excellent one. Yeah. I, I think I've got to be commended for just the eclectic nature. And he wasn't them. holding
1: a trumpet there, listeners.
0: He Not, was, do you know that what? was just with his mouth. That was just with my mouth. The I man did that. is a genius. Yeah. Uh, right, so yes, The Great Debate. 3D. mm does it ever truly enhance the cinematic experience? Is that what we're debating, Yes, Dan? we are arguing that. Okay. And you are fully against it. I'm the, vehemently against the, it. The emotion. Mm. I feel I need to therefore argue for. Well, <laughs> I at so, least be more I know, I at least be <laughs> kinder. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> I mean, again, I don't really want to turn this into a this house believes or anything, but y- you might need to be there to just to kind of rein me in a little. Yeah. I, I just find 3D to be one of these... Uh, I can't even... The, the sadness is is that it's been around for so long now that I can't call it a gimmick anymore. It's, it is no, part of you cinema. tried. you yeah. tried. Yeah, I did try. Back in the day, I think... I mean, when when do we say that this really came back about... Is it uh, 07, 08 kind of time? That's when I feel like it kind of became Avatar, the most... probably. Yeah, was which really, was 2009, really wasn't it? That's yeah. when, it, when the respect for it became a little more, didn't yeah. it? But I just think that for every... Uh, you know, I'm going uh, to be commit cinematic blasphemy and say that I don't actually think the 3D brought really anything to the Avatar. But for every Avatar, gravity, life, <laughs> gravity, life. I, do you know what, Dad, I'm going to just go straight down the middle for this. For you know, can I stop being vague for a moment? Um, <laughs> for every Avatar, gravity, uh, life of Pi you get, you have got um, these bolt-on, like the Wrath of the Titans. Uh, mm. and, and a the lot of... Recent- Three hundred Rise of an Empire. Three hundred Rise of an Empire that we saw in uh, in three D. And if I'm being brutally honest, as well, the Marvel films—they all seem bolted on. They don't really immerse me. They don't yeah. hugely bring anything.
1: I will say, straight away, before I start defending three D, I <laughs> watched. So I watched Winter Soldier in three D. As did I. And I d- it was a different. It wasn't real three D. It wasn't those normal glasses. I was given something by Dolby, I believe. Oh wow! And it was the worst viewing experience of my life. What was it? they were there were smaller glasses okay over over so over my already you know Dan has glasses, glasses as well, which is something that I want to come um, to they in a were moment. uncomfortable they were you know they cut into your ears. Uh, and on the bridge of your nose? Are they
0: like the wraparound ones? Almost, yes. Yeah, like like goggle type yeah. things. because um, that's what how you watch television 3D, I imagine as well. Because I don't have a 3D I TV th- set. Not sure. I what think they're know are more is that goggly. These are the
1: Most uncomfortable glasses. And I brought I brought along my <laughs> I have a pair of real 3D glasses, yeah. which you, you take along because you want to keep paying the extra charge. Yeah. And I said, "Oh, I've got some," and the girl said, no no no, "No, no, 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 those won't work. It has to be these ones." Oh wow! And I tell you, the position from where I sat on the in the cinema. The color of the screen would change. Really? Uh, b- determining on the position of my head. At some points, I watched the film, I just took them off. Mm. Because I thought I'd thought i rather just see a slightly fuzzy background. Sorry, when you called
0: them goggles, I, I've got to say, I've got to tell you this, I've got this repeated image of you as a 1920s aero uh, <laughs> navigator. <laughs> sorry, so I just imagine you sitting in watching Captain America with, with, a, was, <laughs> with a little white... wiggles costume. <laughs> with a, a white scarf on, you know, one of those hats that kind of has the long bit on each ear. I'm sorry, I'm describing this purely for you, I should describe it for the listener. Well, you know, the longer, the tassels and yes, that know, on the ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I imagine that's you it was not quite that bad. Um, <laughs> Doc Martin boots on. <laughs> um, I've just got used
1: to those real D, 3D yeah. ones. And, and these ones were, I mean, it was atrocious. I'd be very tempted just to go and see the film again in 2D, mm. or at the very least a different 3D. <laughs> yeah, I mean, i <laughs> don't have to worry about it.
0: Unfortunately, with every Marvel film, and I should say that I, I know the backlash of what people are going to say to me is, well, why do you go and see the 3D films? And that's because in every cinema chain you go to, cinemas. Put them put the put all of the big films in. If they're in 3D, that's all they show. You might get like one, two PM yes, showing. Be or whatever. Occasional showings.
1: You won't get it, and it wasn't the case originally. A year, a couple of years ago, you would have been maybe even it was fairly you could equal. Yeah. but now, yeah, you're right.
0: There are more. The, you go 3D to any of the big is ones. It's
1: more prevalent, and you get the odd 2D showing here and there. In the, maybe in the middle of the day.
0: The train <laughs> that I visited um, to go and see Captain America for the podcast... Uh had I think eight 3D showings and two, and the two ones were like one was like 9 p.m. and it's like I'm not going to be able to go and see this film yeah. at 9 p.m. kind of thing. Yeah. And that's the other thing that really annoys me about 3D is the fact that before, as you said a couple of years ago, it was a choice. If you want to go and th- or if you want to enhance your experience, you can. If not, go and see 2D. Whereas now, I feel like I'm being strong-armed into <laughs> seeing these 3D films, and it, it's just a nightmare. I mean, I, I, I am someone who I'm kind of. I don't know. I, I I'm vulnerable to migraines. Like I I, I get migraines uh, uh, much yeah. more frequently than the yeah. average person. And I tell you what, if I feel like I want a thumping headache for twenty four hours, three D is perfect. That is, the, t- and that is another thing
1: about this particular three D that I saw mm. um, with this film. It, I had a awful headache. Really? for be- almost a day because of the three D. Came on after. I mean, mm. I'm, I'm obviously <laughs> you, you, there may be no correlation at all. Incidents. But the fact that I had to wear these glasses that I've never worn before, mm. um, and the fact you have to keep taking them off, yeah, as well, a- and and uh, straight afterwards, pretty much that evening, I had an awful headache. You yeah, know, I was I was laying down, uh, and then I would get up and almost fall over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my head was pounding, uh, and it So it took around. your depth perception away as it well. Completely <laughs> fucked me over. <laughs> <laughs> oh but anyway, but so I mean, but yes, but. Uh, So that was a bad. That was a bad experience of 3D. Yeah, let's talk about good experiences we've had. Good experience of 3D. I mean, I'm with you on the whole
0: Avatar thing. Actually, before we go on, I don't think it was all that.
1: I think it's because it was so
0: overhyped. You know, I enjoyed Avatar at the time. But yeah. it, it is that kind of thing that we look back on. And I think a lot of people call it like American Beauty Syndrome, which I think is really unfair because <laughs> I still love American Beauty. But you know that kind of thing of when people get swept away in the yes, hype of something yes. and then it's only a few years later that you turn around and go, hmm, actually. And I do think that with, with Avatar. I think it was one of those things that everyone was trumpeting about the mm. 3D at the time. But it was so new and exciting. Of and course, and you yeah. spent
1: billions of pounds on it. Mm. Uh,
0: I think 3D works
1: best with animated films.
0: Yeah, you're right. Toy Story 3 leaps to mind. You
1: know, the, yeah, Despicable Me. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember if I Frozen. saw Frozen. I, you know, I'll tell you what, I can't remember if I saw particular animated films in 3D. Actually. I suppose that... In I it, probably it did see more
0: than I That's remember. probably a strength of 3D because I, 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 I always argue that 3D takes away from the experience because well physically it takes away because I think you lose 20% light when you put those glasses on so yes. 20% of the colour and light that comes from the film and that's probably why animated films do so well because they are very bubblegum yes, co- incredibly you know, vivid, vibrant as is. colours but that is one
1: thing you'll see whenever you watch a film in 3D how muted it all is mm. throughout the whole way through
0: uh, but another one uh, gravity for example we have to talk about gravity Dan um, yes. because it you know it, it is. and the, they say you have to see that in 3D yeah and it is the best probably the best mm. usage of 3D I've ever seen in that it uses it so well. What I liked about Gravity is that it could have gone down the cheap way of like you know a bit of s- spaceship coming towards you. <laughs> yeah, the, and goes, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love those adverts. We should talk about those three D adverts. Yeah. See it in immersive three D. You see the whole audience fly off the back of their chair. It was, Jesus. <laughs> was, <laughs> was it for Spiked three D? It was. And you that see their what, yeah. whole hand, their hand come comes <laughs> out. <laughs> It was just dreadful. The hand of God coming out. 3D wasn't that good.
1: It was never like that.
0: It was those cheap Beano,
1: one one lens
0: red, red, one blue, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It could be you. Um, (laughs) But with Gravity, it was the gentleness of the 3D. So you saw teardrops float by and little Mm. things like that. And Yosemite Sam, or no, was it Yosemite Sam? No, Marvin the Mar... uh, Mar wasn't it you know the little uh, yes, pendant yes. and stuff it was it was the gentleness it was the the casualness of the 3d that i thought was so you know hats off to, to the gravity team for that
1: yeah but yet you you get, i mean i know i think i said maybe that I, the 3d was nice in rise of an empire in the last show yeah but i think about it now <laughs> And, it was, and the you know, fact that I lost vision for a day <laughs> over fact it, you passed out midway through the <laughs> film. Um, <laughs> we had to take you out on a stretcher. It wasn't, yeah. you know. One thing I remember actually now, uh, and it's only, only because someone mentioned it in a review of Her- the Legend of Hercules yeah. on, on the site on on One Room with a View, yeah. that there was always dust particles everywhere. Like some kind of proof that we are doing it in three like D. Yeah. There's always these bits of <laughs> dust or ember floating around. One, why? <laughs> <laughs> As I say, I, I really do think it's something that works best with an animated film, mm. um, because it's one of those. That's an arena you can mess around with. Uh, take Despicable Me, for example. Where at the end, where you've got your. They had the minions. And they were doing those. Silly f- they course, were doing something yeah. deliberately designed for, for, to be entertaining in 3D, which was uh, trying. To in get fact, it that's across. probably
0: one of the best uses I've ever yeah. seen of it. Is they it they the bit where they a put ladder, the, the, the ladder, ladder out? Ladder, that's right. It gets further out into the into the audience, mm. and and that worked really well. And I'm f- and that's like you know with, with the whole thing. Like you think back to people like Georges Méliès, like the kind of uh, pioneer in these these kind of effects. And I think he even did a couple of 3D films, like you know, 20 yes, yeah, years yeah, ago yeah, or yeah. something like that. But. It, it, it has to be seen not as something that becomes the norm but something you can do these little magic tricks and things with because that's the point of it surely you go and see a 3D film you yeah. want to feel like something's just about to touch you or just in front of your eyes you don't care if it's slightly you know the, de- the depth perception is slightly no. different
1: uh, and yeah sometimes I wonder if is it being forced upon us um that, that, that age of the debate that continues is: you know, Are they doing it just because they can get an extra buck? Well, out it's of another
0: s- three quid or whatever, yeah. isn't it? Plus the glasses, Dan, yeah. as you say. Yeah. I mean, is it something that just the final thought would, that, would, would would you agree that if it was reined in more, if it wasn't that nearly every film that comes out was shot in three D, you I'd be would you be more of a champion of it? Because I think I certainly would. Yeah. I mean, if I it think was I, designed for those films, films.
1: So what, what I'm trying to think now, I, I'll probably get this wrong about films that were filmed in it and ones that were converted post. Yeah for example uh
0: hugo for example was filmed hugo in 3d i thought was really nice yeah
1: the hobbit i thought was really nice filmed in 3d yeah, and for I 3d you, i know you didn't like the the 48 frames per yeah. second but the 3d itself i thought worked really well mm. uh clash of the titans the new one
0: the the remake of of the original obviously not so great but it's bolted um, isn't it it's all bolted yeah, on i think say, all on. of the marvel films are bolted uh, yes. one you can tell gravity was filmed for 3D. Yes, Avengers sorry, wasn't, you know. Life of Pi filmed for 3D. Mm. They usually the ones that are filmed for 3D, like with it. Yeah, they usually end up in the best picture. There's
1: a good. There's a good rule. Of, there's a good rule of thumb for for you listeners. If the film you're going to see was filmed in 3D, yeah, see it in 3D. If it was bolted on afterwards. Stick to 2D. You might not get a great show, you know, you might not get a great show, but actually, you might see a cheaper show because it'll be on at an off peak. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you might be able to have breakfast straight after, but <laughs> 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 we'll go and see it in 2D. Yeah. Right, it's housekeeping, Dan. It's our putting the shelves back up, m- mending the door, yes. screwing the cat flap back on Absolutely. because we've kicked bolting, it. In. Bolting on the 3D. Yeah, bolting <laughs> on the 3D. This is it. Yes, uh, This is quite a special housekeeping. What we like to do is tidy up after You've ourselves. You've been looking forward to this for I weeks. have this your... so been looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to this for at least four weeks. I think it's longer, though. Uh, this is uh, why I've been putting off the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. There's no worries about hiatus. I wasn't ill at all. You're not overworked. <laughs> you're not ill. You were worried. I was just worried. <laughs> um, what, we, what we like to do is, as I say, for any new listeners, we like to sweep up after ourselves, but we also like to make a couple of announcements for things that are coming down the line. Yes, yes. And uh, one of the such announcements we do is uh, a, a feature that we, we call Challenge Chris, Challenge Dan. A couple of weeks ago, I did my challenge, and that was to see Nymphomaniac uh, uncut. Parts one uh, and two. Parts yeah. one and two, back to back. So we needed something that was going to challenge Dan. It needed to be something that's going to hurt him, essentially. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't want to beat him out of the bush. And uh, so physically I've... and emotionally. <laughs> so I've been racking my brain, but I didn't need to. because no, you did not. A person who... I mean, that gave you life, Dan. Your, and your saviour. <laughs> My saviour, uh, Mr. John Alton, Dan's own father. And for any people who used to listen to our old show, we had him on as a guest. He, 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 he's a he's a, a patron of ours, isn't he? <laughs> he's, he's, he's a character... He likes our... to
1: credit himself with, with our success.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he'd be rightly so. But yeah, so we're going to give him his little uh, moment to shine. We don't need to bring... Is it Julie? <laughs> our, our, our glamorous assistant <laughs> with our gold envelope. Because obviously Dan has had to know this. His, I've known this. His peter. You, you two have... You've <laughs> concocted it. Con, yes, conspired against me. So let's cut to the chase, Dan. Yeah. Your challenge... Are you going to be able to do this for the next podcast, or is this the podcast afterwards? We'll see.
1: I've got some things to say already. I was, I, I've done some. I've looked into it, yeah. so maybe I should, I should update you now. Shall I announce what the yes, challenge do, yeah. is? Okay,
0: the challenge, listener, uh, is that Dan has to watch, is it all three? Three, am I right? Yeah. Three Pokemon films that his younger self dragged his father too. There is an array of Pokemon films, but we're specifically yeah, interested in the original ones. Three. Yeah, so, so that was like Pokemon, Pokemon it, it, 2003. Yeah, Pokemon I think it was.
1: three, probably, yeah. Right. It was the one with Mewtwo, and then that was the first one. That's the, uh, the only one, one of I ever a, saw. A big Bird. Okay. And then that was Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon does <laughs> Sesame Street. It was a crossover, the much maligned
0: crossover <laughs> film <laughs> with bolted on 3D. <laughs> that would be utterly, that'd be the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> challenge Chris challenge Dan <laughs> so go on you've got some worries so I've, or grievances so
1: this was I knew about this yeah. you know resigned to my fate yeah. I began to obviously hunt these things down because mm. I don't own
0: they must are they fairly difficult to get I hold of I don't
1: own these DVDs these, well these films that's um, the story he's telling us anyway yeah. so and bear in mind the first one so I mean the second one was called Pokemon 2000 came out in 2000 or well, 2001 assume, yeah. something, sometime around then uh, we got them all a lot later than they were they came out in Japan I think but anyway, that's besides the point. I'm having. I've been looking, and I'm really struggling to get copies of these things. Okay. I don't have any of them on DVD. My younger brother doesn't own any of them. Okay. They're not on Netflix. Blimey. Uh, and and I checked on, on Amazon. Uh, you know, obviously, to, uh, Amazon and and play.com. Mm. They're going for twenty quid a pop. <laughs> I thought I could get them for. I challenged Dan's wallet. <laughs>
0: I thought I could get them for like for pennies. For pennies. <laughs> for what they've become collectors' items. Uh, Christ knows. <laughs> I remember I the first one must have been on VHS or something like that's that. That's what I mean. I
1: think I may have a VHS somewhere, but that's useless now. Yeah. I'm not going to start looking for an antique VHS, player, Am I? Well, that's the
0: next great debate. Does VHS ever enhance the <laughs> cinematic experience? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's replacing the challenge dance segment <laughs> because you had to go on oh, the yeah. Raiders of the Lost <laughs> Ark journey. I'm,
1: I'm worried I'm going to start just literally <laughs> asking around if anyone's got <laughs> a spare <laughs> copy. The challenge a VHS of the Pokemon films and a. Video player, I can watch them <laughs> off. The, ch- the challenge has become to find three <laughs> films you're gonna have to Not be- only do I have to watch them, I've gotta find the buggers. And I'm gonna end up around my grandma's <laughs> house watching them one afternoon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on one of those old film things <laughs> where she just, she just digs it up out of the garden. <laughs> Pokemon? Oh, that's back in the 90s. Yeah. Get your shovel. <laughs> on a film reel just going around on a projector Her on the piano. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. So that'll be fine. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So, um, so yeah, That's the first, that, I mean, that's, that's challenge. part one, one yeah. That is
1: like the first part of this <laughs> in what I imagine will be quite a saga. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So that might be a challenge. It's mean, not one that's free films I've got to find. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So bear with me. So
0: we'll bear with you. We won't
1: this put a deadline an on that. Fee.
0: Yeah. I mean to be honest with you, I think it might even be cool to have a little segment each week to document <laughs> your progress in trying to find them. Yeah, you, I, I think you'll, you'll get a book deal out of this. <laughs> I honestly do. If they don't turn that into a film in itself, I don't know. Let's I imagine making a documentary <laughs> shall we 20 feet from Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. So, All yeah, right. So, so so far
1: the search has proved fruitless. I refuse to spend Sixty quid on no. getting those DVDs. That's so. Uh, Perhaps we can get ha- uh, so a Plan B
0: is in order. Maybe I tell you what. I mean, I don't know what the listenership of this is, but if you could lend Dan, I was going to say if
1: anyone out there has got a, the, or any of them on DVD yeah. or video,
0: plus the video player, Th- that would be great. Uh, yeah, I will. I will. You know, I'll get make you a sure beer. you get hot chocolate <laughs> out of it at the end. Uh, so you can email us uh, one room one room with the view show at gmail.com. Yeah. You could contact us on Twitter. Follow us anyway. It's at One Room with a View. That's the numerical one. Contact Dan directly. Please do. You're at Mr. Aulton. At Mr. Aulton. If you want to join, yep. If you want to join in my glee, I'm at the press tonight. <laughs> uh, but there's loads of cool stuff that's going on at One Room at the moment. I'm returning back to my 1001 movies after a hiatus. Thank goodness. That's on its way. That should be cool. um, this cool. week. But there's just there's such a gamut. There's there's so much to enjoy. Yeah. Colin so- Baker's joined the team, Dan.
1: Yes, Old I'm immensely
0: pleased about that. Yeah, he's um, knocking more trivia out. I mean, you must be worried at the moment. I, I've let him have it. You're letting him have it. You're, you're conceding. He you can him have his away. articles. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never have a microphone. <laughs> He'll never have Pokemon or a v- or a working VHS player. <laughs> I, I hope, uh, I hope he yes. does. Though, if he does, Callum, if you're listening, <laughs> get in touch. And you have got a VHS player for the love of God, help me out. So, and that's so that, bo- uh, that the blog is one room with the view.com isn't yes. it? So, uh, you know, keep following the blog. Click subscribe if you've enjoyed today. And we're going to be back in two weeks' time. Two weeks' time. So we'll see you then. Cheerio. You're listening to the One Room with a View show with Christopher Preston and Dan Orton.